guys how is everyone doing today thank you so much for listening to this podcast um my guest today is actually a realtor in calgary her name is abby fun fact i actually thought about becoming a realtor when i was in high school but i don't think i like people enough to see people every day and to interact with them so i was like nah probably not a good idea for me (laughs) um we're actually doing this over the phone so let's give abby a call and ask her some questions about realting and just about her life in general i low-key already stalked her social media and she seems pretty awesome so i'm really excited to talk to her so yeah let's give her a call Hello, Abby speaking. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you doing, Erin? Good. Okay, are you from Ontario? Is this an Ontario phone number? Yes, so I got my number in grade five when I still lived there. And then the next year we moved to Alberta and I just kept the number. So everyone that's ever known me or had my number has this number. I've thought about changing it over just to make it a 403 number. But I'm like, if anyone ever tries to contact me, it will go to the, it won't come to me. So okay, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, a fellow Ontarian. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from? Um, I'm from Timmins, Ontario. Okay. So it's about like nine hours north of Toronto. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. Um, like near North Bay area. Um, yeah, four hours north of North Bay. Oh, wow. So real north. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cold there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, do you have lots of bears there? <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of black bears. Yeah, it's pretty bad, actually. But Makes sense, yeah. No one's really scared of them, though. We're just basically all used to them, so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know my um, grandparents live in Tomogamy, if you know where that is. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I remember as a kid going to the, always wanting to go the, to the dump with my grandpa because I <laughs> knew there would be bears there all the time yeah. and I just wanted to see them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I used to do that as a kid, too. Just go for a ride on the four-wheeler to the dump and just to see Check if there the was bears. bears. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> um, so do you maybe want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. So my name's Abby Everingham. I live in Calgary, Alberta. I'm a real estate agent here. And yeah, that's about the gist of me, I feel. <laughs> I love it. Um, I actually, fun fact, I actually thought about going into real estate when I was in high school. And then, oh, no way. Yeah. And then I was like, Ugh, I don't think I like people enough to do this. Yeah, <laughs> Just you're having... definitely exposed to every single di- different type of personality for sure. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's a really great job to have if you sell a lot of houses, but... If not, then, well, kind of sucks for you, I guess, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I love everything about it. Do you think you'd ever still think about getting into real estate, or is that chapter closed for you? Uh, like, I mean, maybe. 
like what's the schooling it's just like one year online right um kind of so it's it's different in Ontario opposed to Alberta I know when you live in Ontario you have to get all of them so residential commercial commercial industrial you can't just get your residential opposed to Alberta where you can okay but it is all at your own pace so you can take up to three years to do it or you can do it I know someone that did it in two weeks with that being said they were doing 20 hours for the two weeks straight um yeah crazy but yeah it is all your own pace and what's like the price for the schooling in on Alberta I don't know about Ontario but for Alberta I'd say with everything you're probably gonna wanna you're probably gonna be putting like around 10 grand in that with that being said though it's not one big lump sum you can space it out throughout three years if you want it is like I know for the first one you have to do something called the fundamentals of real estate and that's like twelve hundred and fifty dollars then residential is twelve hundred and fifty dollars you have to pay for the tests pay for a criminal record check um pay for a licensing fee and like website access and just a whole bunch of little things so it's not all at once and um yeah depending on like how fast you want to get it or or how your financial like place is you can adjust it to coordinate towards you okay that's not that bad then Mm -hmm. no honestly like it is it's cheaper than college i think for Mm -hmm. most programs (laughs) yeah oh yeah Yeah. big time (laughs) Mm -hmm, for sure okay so i have some real estate questions for you (laughs) sure (laughs) if it's not too much (laughs) to ask (laughs) um so what is like the how do i word this what's like your commission i guess i heard it's around like 20 percent of the sale of the house is that correct no, that's so much. I don't think anyone would use a realtor if it was twenty percent. Um, again, it's different everywhere. I don't know. I highly doubt it's twenty percent in Ontario, but like maybe like somewhere in the world. Um, so it's three when you're selling the house. It's seven percent on the first hundred thousand, and three point five percent on anything exceeding that. And then that price, that commission is split between both realtors. So when you're buying a property, you don't pay a realtor anything because um, they're getting their commission from the the price of the house, the sale of the house. Oh, okay, okay. That's actually really yeah. interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. I know, was like, like that. you don't get <laughs> you don't get taught it anywhere. <laughs> it's like <laughs> something you're gonna need to know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So. When you get, like, an agent when you're on the buying side, just make sure you pick someone that's in it, like, with your best interest and not just for the sale of the house, like, the commission of the house. You really want someone that will go to end deeps to find you personally a great house for you and not just the highest priced one because the commission, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, on average, how many houses do you sell a year? It's different with every agent. I know my mentor, just last year, he sold over 100 houses himself. That is crazy. That's not common. He is 
he is a one percenter for sure um I'm not too sure the average I know this is my first year in the industry I've wanted to be a realtor since I was eight um but my goal for this year is 12 12 closings okay so like one a month that's not bad that's a good goal yeah Jose Lavoie is a graphic designer and small YouTuber. If you ever need any creative services done or just want to support her work, check out her website, heyjose.com, or her Instagram at heyjose. So what's one thing in this last year of you doing this that you really hate about your job? (laughs) So I've only been eligible to sell for around three months now a little less than even um probably when you're first starting out you're your own boss right so if you're not putting the work in then your your business is not going to go anywhere my my mentor explains to me you're your own boss and you're your only employee at the end of each day would you have fired yourself or gave yourself a raise basically um, with that being said, for the past, like, 2.53 months, I have been working, like, 15-hour days, and because of that, it's affected a lot of my personal relationships with friends and such, um, just because I've had no time to spend with them. But, like, I don't know, my social life has honestly become just the time I spend with my clients now, to be honest. So that, there's that, but... I don't know. I do. I, I am a people person in the sense I think it's very interesting and cool how everybody has different personality. Everybody has different interests and such. And I love the aspect of every day with multiple different people. But I would say like the downfall is maintaining such a strong relationship with friends because you don't have as much time in the beginning, at least. Okay, so same question but opposite what's um the one thing that you really love about it i love everything about it um like like real estate's the only job i ever want to do if it doesn't work out for me which isn't even a thought process i don't even know like there's no other job that seems remotely appetizing i'm obsessed with real estate again like i've wanted to do it since i was eight so whenever the topic has been brought up throughout my life I'm all for it during high school since you have to be at least 18 to get your license and I wasn't at that point I did like four different internships with different brokerages like it's it's I love everything about it um seeing the houses meeting the new people a house is most 99% of people's biggest purchase that they'll make in their life and it's a very strongly emotion emotionalized I don't know if that's a word but I'm going to use it as a word emotionalized (laughs) process and I find it exciting and very rewarding to help people through a process like that okay so what sort of um tips would you have for people who are beginners just like you you have to be the type of person that will do the work I think the reason why so many people fail in the industry is because You get your license, you're eligible to sell, and you don't know where to go from there. When you're first getting your license, you need to be doing eight hours of work minimum at the beginning, and it's not going to be doing showings 
or CMAs, which is telling someone the value of their property, because you're not going to have that unless you go with a brokerage that provides you with that. Um, it's going to be prospecting. So doing the crappy stuff like door knocking, cold calling, social media, everything, all of that stuff um, that a lot of people don't like to do. That's what you have to do when you're starting out. And if you're not the type of person that will force yourself to do that in the beginning, I don't suggest getting in the industry. But if you are 100%, you're, this is the job for you. And I think you could probably make it big in the industry. Um, but yeah, it, it's a really matter. I've talked to a lot of people that have DM'd me about being interested in getting into the industry. And I'll ask them why they haven't started yet. And um, go see, say like, oh, this is like this right now, or oh, that's like that right now. But there's never going to be the perfect time to start. So just hop on it now. Like just start tomorrow. You're you're not gonna. You can spread out the payments if that's the issue for you. But you're not gonna do it unless if you're not gonna do it unless the time is right. The time's never gonna be right. There's always gonna be something. I love that. I love those tips. <laughs> um. Okay, what about tips for um for first home buyers in regards first to home buyers. Yeah, in regards to getting an agent. Yes. So the first thing you're want gonna wanna do, well, you can build a connection, a relationship with an agent and they can refer you or you prior to talking to an agent get pre approved without getting pre approved and to fill out the form to get um to get pre-approved it's free so there's really nothing holding you back but if you you go house shopping without getting pre-approved the numbers it's like going to the mall without a wallet like the numbers could be drastically off and it's just going to be like a waste of time essentially because you could be pre-approved for way less or way more or not even be able to get pre-approved in the moment um so that's the first thing you're going to want to do there are a lot of ways around first-time homebuyers getting, like, the funds for it. Like, there's the first-time homebuyers incentive. Um, there's the first-time homebuyers plan. Um, you could use RRSPs to help you with, like, a down payment. So, in Canada, the minimum down payment is 5% of a house. So, that number that you're seeing on a house you can get away with only paying 5% of the worth. Um, the first time home buyer's incentive, what it does is if you have that 5% down, they will give you another 5% down. Um, so then it will make your monthly mortgage payments not as much and you're not going to be paying as much interest. But you don't have to pay them back interest for using the first time home buyer's incentive. How do they get their money back? is a when you go to sell it it's five percent of that value or you can pay it back in a lump sum at any period of time so i suggest using that um, there also are other ways and if you're interested in them just dm me or text me and i can talk more to you about them so what's your um instagram for people to dm you it's just abby abby period Everingham E-B-E-R-I-N-G-H-A-M cool um so <laughs> this might sound like a weird question 
but um those I've... are the best ones <laughs> <laughs> um i guess i'm just genuinely um interested to know um so people who sell their houses by themselves apparently like it's not wise to buy um those houses because you don't know all the information is that correct um yes and no i i think the problem with like people that are posting their house themselves what they're trying to do is save the money that it would cost for an agent to have to pay that commission the problem with that is um with the how the market is now they probably will end up selling their house but they're not getting the exposure which is everything so they're just getting people drive past their house that see it, or maybe they post it on their social media, which probably has around 200 followers or something. Um, when you use an agent, it gets posted on the MLS is what it's called, and it's automatically getting sent to every buyer on the market that is looking for a house within that criteria. Not only that, but realtors also have, like, hundreds of more marketing strategies and the way your house is going to get top dollar in multiple bids and all of that good stuff is from exposure it's from the amount of eyes that has seen it so by putting your house for sale by yourself yeah you're you're saving the the commission it costs for a realtor but in the end you're going to be losing money because you're not going to be getting the good offers. You're not going to be getting the exposure that it needs to see, like for all the buyers that would be interested to see a good, like, and also with the agent, the marketing strategies they use a good example, which I just posted a video of this on my Instagram is our team listed a house like around a week ago and the next door neighbors exact same house same floor plan same builder the only difference between our house and the neighbor's house was the neighbor's house had a finished basement ours did not the neighbor's house have been on the market for six months ours had been on the market for a week and ours already got a conditional sale so um and theirs is still on the market and we came in at the exact same price as the neighbors and they have a finished basement we don't um, which a finished basement adds around 20 grand to a house approximately in Alberta. I can't say for Ontario, but yeah. So um, it's because of our team's marketing strategies and how we, we expose a house and that just like shows right there. And then there's a still on the market are sold within a week and there's to the, to the public, the public eye should be a better house because it's the exact same as ours except it has a finished basement and it's the same price just because we have the better marketing strategies and exposure wow that's so interesting how marketing can literally change everything (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that theirs was with an agent as well so like if you sell it by yourself like you're 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 not gonna get a good deal okay Um... usually I just remember like watching TV as a kid and like one of the commercials was a person like a couple buying a house and then they later found out that like the basement was flooding and this and this and this and they had to pay whatever in repairs and then the end statement was 
buy uh, get a realtor so that this doesn't happen <laughs> and ever since then i've just been like so scared of like people who just sell their houses yeah. because they like don't have to tell you anything right <laughs> yeah no they could hide um well it depends what contracts you're signing between the two but like that's where a home inspector comes in as well you're you're probably going to want to get a home inspector um and they'll tell you like any defects with the house that are obvious um and it also comes into play like getting a good home inspector too mm-hmm. to do that but yeah no I agree <laughs> <laughs> definitely it's more sketchy like going to for sale home by owner opposed to like because a realtor will usually make you get a home inspector to make sure you're good yeah. um yeah except if you're like the house is pretty new and you're in a multiple bid like competition then they might tell you maybe don't get a home inspection just because it's going to make you stand out on a like multiple offer bidding situation when you're in the competition with other sellers um but that's the only way if the house is new and they like know enough about construction and all of that themselves that they think it's decent enough but if it's an older home for sure 100 percent, always get a home inspection okay good to know good to know <laughs> <laughs> um so talking about competition how is it with like other realtors i feel like it's maybe less severe in bigger cities because obviously there's more houses for sale but i know that like i'm from a small town and there's literally like probably a lot of realtors maybe 20 or 30 and i feel like the competition is just so much more because it's like limited housing right so yeah um well in a bigger city yeah you have more houses but that also comes like with a lot more realtors too um it's just basically doing the things that other realtors don't want to do like a lot of people have their license, but they're they're not taking the time out of their days to prospect, or which is not getting them any clients. Some people have it as like a side hustle, um, so it's not their priority. And yeah, it's doing things that the other realtors don't want to do. Social media is a big thing. Um, door knocking, really getting to know your clients, like just standing out from from the competition, being better. If you're looking for comfortable yet stylish clothing, check out Neon Apparel. They are a clothing brand based in Calgary, and they ship worldwide. So if you want to shop their collection, check out their Instagram or their website at neon.ca. Um, I'm actually thinking of buying a house in the next couple of years, so not in Calgary, but um, back in my hometown. <laughs> and I'm kind of nervous. Um, I was told by my financial advisor to put um 30% down so that I would pay like a lot less interest with my bank but yeah um, I don't know your market in your town so I can't really give you like good advice 30% down is quite a bit um I think anywhere in Canada it's 5% and anything over 20% is usually you don't have to pay like um mortgage insurance on so that's why like a lot of people strive for 20%, but again, like I would probably use that first time home buyers incentive. Um, I don't know. I feel 30% seems really high to me, but I guess I don't know your market. Well, 
My financial advisor is also from Calgary, so <laughs> I don't think she knows my market either. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so I'm actually planning on moving back home at the end of April. And the Timmons? Yeah. Um, I'm planning, hopefully, depending on COVID, to do the East Coast and then finally settle home. Um, so do you have any recommendations um, of things to do before I leave? Um, like, like in what sense? Just like cool places in Calgary or? Yeah, or like any hikes I should do. Yeah, so um, like there's this place called Betty Lou's Library and it's a little like bar in Calgary and the theme of it is back to it takes place back supposed to in like the prohibition when alcohol was illegal like the dirty 30s and there was all those underground bars where people would rebel at and just party at and it's this um you make a reservation they give you this secret passcode and you have this passcode you walk downstairs into this underground bar and it's this huge bookcase and this old-fashioned phone you pick up this old-fashioned phone say the secret passcode and this, like, old-fashioned bookcase will open up, and it's this 30-themed bar at it, um, behind it. And, like, they play, like, music from our time, but slowed down to sound, like, 30s music. Like, the same lyrics from our songs now, but with 30s genre background. Um, that place is really cool. What else is really cool? The rec room is super fun, always. It's a big arcade. Yeah, I don't know how much is open. It kind of sucks that, like, and I think they're going to close more stuff. I think we're, we might go into another lockdown. But um, hikes, I really like Wedge Pond. It's not so much a, like, huge hike. It's more so it's a kilometer around this little lake. It's super lightly trafficked. And you can just go there, sit, like, set up a picnic, bring a speaker, and just chill out at. Okay, that all sounds so fun, especially that speakeasy. I've always wanted to go to, like, something like that, so I'll have to (laughs) check it out. Hopefully it's, like, open because of COVID, so. Yeah, it's not a club. There's no dancing or anything. It is just a bar. So, like, I think bars are still open right now. It's a restaurant bar, right? Um. (laughs) So I think it should be good, but I haven't been there in a little bit, so I don't know for sure. Okay, I'll have to Google this after. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're almost at the 30-minute mark, but do you maybe have some, like, last-minute fun facts or, like, stats about realting or about, like, um, buying houses? (laughs) Yeah. Is that not a word? Um... (laughs) I don't know. It should be if it's not. I've never <laughs> heard it before. <laughs> um, yeah, just just make sure you know your options when buying a house. Don't pick the first one you go to. Get a sense of what you like and what you don't like. Um, interview realtors. Don't just go with anybody. Make sure you know them on a more personal level. I suggest going out for coffee with a realtor before you start using them just to get a better sense of who they are as a person. Um, yeah, I think that that's it. Also, the market in Calgary is super crazy right now. So sales as of February, last month 
we're up 54.3%, inventory is down 30%, which is making houses not have much competition. So when a good house does get put on the market, it's selling within a day. So if you do find something you like and you are looking for a house right now, make an offer that day. Do not wait because I've been in a lot of situations with my buyers where um, they've liked a house but wanted to think about it more. And then it sells like literally that day and they're like, oh, we missed out on it. But yeah, that's just advice if you're a buyer right now. Oh my God, that's so um, crazy one day. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. It hasn't had like statistics like this since 2007 when the last oil boom was. It's crazy. Wow. But yeah, if anyone has any questions about real estate, uh, don't hesitate to reach out. I think I added my Instagram or my phone number's seven zero five three four four five six nine zero just shoot me a text or a call if you're in the market to buy or sell a property awesome um well i just wanted to thank you so much for taking the time to do this um i yeah, wish thank you... you for having me no problem uh, i wish you so much success and i hope you reach your 12 house goal this year and hopefully Thanks, one day you will reach the 100 houses <laughs> like your mentor. Of course. <laughs> Give me a couple of years. It'll happen. <laughs> I just want to thank Abby again for being a guest on my podcast. I hope uh, our podcast was informative to you, especially if you're looking for an agent right now or if you're a first home buyer. Um, so thank you so much, Abby. If you have any more questions for her, or if you're from Calgary and you're looking to buy a home, um, just shoot her a message on Instagram. Her Instagram, again, is abby.everingham. You could obviously tell from this podcast that she's super sweet and she's super nice and that she will actually put you and your needs first above everything. So thanks again, Abby, for doing this podcast with me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys will check out my future episodes. Thanks. Bye.